All right, you ready? Oh, wow. Uh, great. We're recording already. They wanted to sing you a song. Yeah, you ready? And go. It's Yay! They've been working on that for a long time. They sang it for Adam Guan, and he really liked it. So, good, good, good. We think they're hit. Yeah, we're shopping it around town. Going to build a whole show around it. Really? You know, there can. Well, there can be Jersey Boys. There can be whatever family. Whatever that was. Family singers can be. Yeah, can be a show. Yeah. Well, the Von Trapp. It's like the Von Trapp family, but without all the troubling, the troubling. Troubling, troubling stuff troubling. that happened in that family in real life. So you're so it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That I that yeah. I and so many kickstarted is yes. now is now wild. on its way. It is it's pretty so, wild. I gotta say. I was sort of like, I don't know when to release this. When do I release this? And right. uh, so we decided because Pride is canceled this year, like mm-hmm. everything. Uh, to to really say that weekend, which is also the fifth anniversary of uh, the SCOTUS ruling uh, uh, legalizing gay marriage. So yes, what a great time! That's true because I'm also uh, gay married and proud of it. Yes, so. <laughs> my uh, my personal this is funny. My personal connection to that SCOTUS ruling is that it was my brother's wedding. So my brother's been married oh. for five years. And my other brother, that's Michael, uh, my, my younger brother, my youngest brother, sure. Roddy, who's been on the show a bunch, uh, was the um, executive director for the um, LGBT caucus in the House of Representatives. And he started this weekend five years ago. Wow. He, he had started the job and they said, you can start there. It's very, it's not really busy this time of year. And he's like, well, my brother's getting married. He's like, well, yeah, you start here and then just go to the wedding. It'll be no big deal because nothing ever happens in Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> and he was then all of a sudden like in the airport dictating a press release to like an intern. You know what I mean? Like he was flying to Boston for this wedding. And he's like working like furious just to get the, hey, we're so happy out because they didn't expect the ruling to come down that fast. <laughs> it was such a like manic day. So it was pretty good. The trial by fire. He got in there. He was wow. very happy to be working that hard. Yeah, sure, Obviously. sure. But uh, yeah, wild. that was a memorable, memorable weekend in our family for many reasons. Uh, so yeah, that's very exciting. So the al- but back to the album. The I'm album sure. is live Songs at fifty four below. Yeah, yeah, live at fifty four below. Recorded over yep. two nights, right? And then you mixed it. Yeah, we recorded it in. Yes, uh, we recorded it in uh, uh, the end of February and the first like day of March. And at 54, two sold out nights, which was wild. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we, we just sort of chose best takes and uh, made a thing. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's really funny. Um, listen, if you love Paul Lind and Charles Nelson Riley, if you love uh, Jam Tomorrow, Jam Yesterday, but never Jam Today, if you love a song from Best Little Whorehouse Goes Public, I have them all. Who doesn't Great. love God? Right? Sequel musicals. Who doesn't love sequel musicals? Honestly, that cast album, my guilty pleasure. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's so fun. 
Peter Matz's arrangements uh, and Wally, mm. oh, Peter Matz's orchestrations and Wally Hopper's uh, arrangements are chef's kiss. They're okay. so wonderful. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, as yeah, always, se- sequel musicals work much better as albums than as actual shows. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, is it dumb? Yeah. Is there a whole song about uh, a phone sex line? Sure is. Is it, but is it just pure giddy fun? Yes. I was going to say, is it dumb as compared to Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, which is a very serious, somber. Listen, D. Hody got a Tony nomination for nine performances of a song called I'm Leaving Texas, where she literally just named all the uh, cities in Texas. A list, like the ultimate list song is Goodbye Houston, Goodbye Dallas, Goodbye Waco, Austin, Alice, Aberland. It's insane. Tony nomination. Well, yes. <laughs> Nobody saw it. And, and, for, win. and for being Dehody. For something they sure. can get nominated. Yeah, yeah. That's so. How did that show get a cast album? Uh, I think. Was it like, did it come into town with one? Was it one of those shows? No. No, no, I think um, Peter Matz and Wally Harper raised the money to make it. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, I could be, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then they just uh, chopped it around and Verizon was like, yes, I will release this thing. That's true, that is like, sadly. right, that is like, um, was that early 90s, right? Mid 90s, mm-hmm. 94, Mid-90s, 94. Yeah. yeah. So there were, yeah, that was the, the sort of, Verisaraband, like the those labels were kind of on the ascent. Sure. Um, so that those cast it, albums were getting made because they had inked a deal with Sam French to mm. license it. Well, then they so need a cast album. Yeah, cast album. Yeah, you have to have an album. Kind of like how Das Barbecue got a cast album. Listen, um, there's nothing wrong with making guacamole. No, <laughs> and J.K. Simmons and yeah, Carly Carmelo. Carly Carmelo. Quite Sally Mays just living in her head voice. Yep. Because <laughs> no one told her not to, I'm sure. Uh, nope. I yep. saw her do Closer Than Ever a few years ago in Queens. She and Lynn Winterstellar came back and did Closer Than Ever. And huh. two guys, uh, Sal Vivinio and someone else. But like the mm. two ladies came back and um, <laughs> Sally had changed all her keys. Uh, and Lynn... Oh. Did not because Lynn was like, no, they have the record, and I am too proud. It's true. So she sang everything. It was as if somebody had just hit play, like it was Britney Spears in Vegas. Somebody had just hit play on the CD, and she was mouthing. It, it was impeccably sung. Ooh, that's great. Wonderful, Sally Mays. Questionable. Yeah. I watching it though. I was like, oh, I'd like to see these two do follies. Hmm, that would be yeah. good. Right, That'd be a fun follies. Lynn Richard Seller is a Phyllis, and Sally Mays is a Sally. Yeah, that's so. absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't have to try very hard for that. Nope. Wouldn't have that nope. like f- fingernails to the to the face, uh, Imelda Staunton thing going on. It would be a real like. Yeah, yeah. you saw that live, right? You saw. I the... sure did. You I did, did not okay. see Imelda Staunton. I saw. Oh no! I... No, Joanna Riding who replaced her okay. when they came back. But sure. everybody else was the same. Was the same? Yeah. I really like, I mean, I love that production. Obviously, I love that video. Uh, but yeah, I think it's the best stage production of Follies that I'll ever see. Well, because the book is the closest 
back to the to original, the original. G- Goldman yeah. book, which is the best book of having read it. Like it is right. all the improvements they tried to quote unquote improvements they tried to make the show. Just well, that's the widow uh, Goldman who kept like making yeah. changes and not yeah, allowing not, the original. And I remember not, when the Broadway album was made, uh, the Bernadette Peters one. Um, mm-hmm. Tommy Krasker, the producer of it, snuck in a lot of the original book oh, uh, that they were not doing on stage, but it's all there on the uh, on the yeah. Show that's a great yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a radio yeah, play. It is. It's a really mm-hmm. wonderfully done. I wasn't. Th- I don't know who did the art for that one because that's the Derek poster that's kind of all over Bishop. the place. Oh, I don't know who yeah. did the the key art. I no the key idea, art. Yeah, but, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I don't mean no. The production value was great. It's a. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Well, that was a big hit here, obviously, because it was the it was an Eric Shaker jam at the, I at saw the Kennedy Center. Oh, did you? I saw Regine not be able to sing "A uh, Paris." <laughs> Every three lines is "But A uh, Paris." Here's what she gave us: <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Ma'am, it's the name of the Ma'am. song. It's the she name like of the slid song. on stage like she was Roz, the secretary from Monsters Inc. There you go. It was wild. Lurched. <laughs> yep, replaced. Yes, 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 yes. I just learned, this is a, doing research for my upcoming episode with uh, Rob Schneider, co-host oh, of yeah. Gay Card Revoked, um, right. that, uh, and nothing else, that, um, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Robert Stack was originally in Lacage and was replaced like mid-rehearsal. Oh, yeah, in- but there are the, yes. But there is there are promo photos of Probably. him in, in that role. There's, there's like a weird thing of leading men getting fired in Lacage, and it runs through all of the Lacages because uh, Jeffrey Tambor, yeah, was in the last one for what two performances? Something and like that. Very. Daniel short. Davis was uh, Davies was fired in the uh, the first revival um, huh. and replaced by Bob Goulet. Right. Yeah, but it's always um, funny because they're always replaced by somebody who you go, oh, of course, that was the right, that was the option. You know what I mean? Like it was, or certainly a better option. You go, oh, that's a clearer choice than. Well, I mean, Jeffrey right. Tambor was replaced by Chris Sieber. No. Oh. Yeah, even so, though, who, like it, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tambor because Tambor has such an unusual, like unique energy. I wouldn't cast him in that yeah. part personally. Oh, I don't know. He made sense to me. Yeah. It's not like he oh, okay. was playing the drag queen. He was playing. Uh... Right. George, so George, sure. yeah, hmm. sure. That's who Robert Stack was playing, correct? Was George probably? Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. that's what the, the promos looked like. Um, but that's, <laughs> well, that's the yeah, be a fun episode. That is going to be a fun episode talking about mm-hmm. Lacage, um, which I'm excited to do. Only the second Jerry Herman show we've covered on the, wow. on the podcast, and both. I can't remember who did the first. Manifested. Um, unclear, right? Unclear. Oh, yeah, there is some the Jerry records. Herman on my record, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I'd be shocked if there wasn't. It's uh, Charles Nelson, Riley Medley. So your center square energy that you bring. I like uh, to, yeah. Former twink, future center square. That's my. I'm I like think right that's in your. That hits you pretty hard. I, I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> I feel very, very good about that. Uh, so well, so the the show. Uh, we'll do some promo stuff. The show inside song from inside my locker are songs get that you gathered to reflect the time in your life when things weren't going so great um i had a terrible blistering high school experience uh because i like to walk down the halls of uh, johnson city senior high school uh and sing 
uh, songs from the ring really loud. And uh, so, the, you know, those red lockers that just are on the walls, um, I uh, would make homes in them, not by my choosing. Sure. Uh, right. Yes, no. And, this wasn't uh, your... Weirdly, I had three lockers in that high school. Three. Um, yeah, hmm. and I knew them all intimately. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a preference? So, uh, was any one like a one well, better one than the other? one was my choir locker, which nobody knows how you get them. They were just gifted down oh. from person to person. And one okay. was like my school locker and one was my right. gym locker. The oh, gym locker okay. didn't get used a lot. Okay. That was the, so it was the cleanest of the three. I right. Guess, is, well, yeah, sure. The least cluttered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wild so but these are all sort of songs that um save my life in one way or another Mm -hmm. uh or reflect on the situation at the time uh and they're stupid and funny and crazy with like a beating heart at the center i think that's like the key it's like Mm -hmm. you know be hilarious but find like uh, humanity within it so like the track listing was released today and you know i i had to name all my dialogue tracks uh because it's live oh. and there's like a lot of like stand up in between um mm-hmm. and just trying to name those things was uh a challenge <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely a track called a hefty bag covered in ky um yep Jeez. and why not Cut song from Strange Loop? Is that what that was? No. Yeah, you think. (laughs) I feel like Michael Lark Jackson would be so pissed. Uh, (laughs) But there's also like a song that was written for me for the show. Yeah. uh, Based on a tweet that I put out a couple years ago. That's just really funny. I'm proud of it. I'm happy it's coming out. It's uh, it's coming out, but I'm thrilled. It's stupid and hilarious to me that a series that started with Patty Lapone, I am the next in the line because indeed the story goes on. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Passed sure. on. Yes. And on and on and on and on. Yeah. And on. she has big center square energy. So that's she, good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would she be she the might center need her square own or would she host? No, she'd be the center square. She's, you wouldn't want her to host. Yeah. No, but it would be like her and Mandy in the, in the second row, like mm-hmm. in the Charles Nelson Riley and Brett Summers. Uh, <laughs> She's yep. much more match game than Hollywood Squares. She's, yeah, that's, that's where I want her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want her. I want to see her sloppily write something with a big marker and uh, present it. Yeah. And she wouldn't be the making whoopee. That wouldn't be her thing. That would be, you know, she wouldn't have that as a, as a default answer. She would have long <laughs> and involved commentary. Oh. I was like, when you tweeted, uh, a couple of days or a week ago, whatever it was, the your your Paul Lind tribute uh, sort of remembrance. Uh, oh, sure. I found an excellent Web 1.0 website that I tweeted out that was just quotes of his yeah. on a background so movie you couldn't really read them, but you you know you got a good gist of them. And his yeah, God, but he was the a funny greatest man. thing. I would love to like vaguely make out with the homosexual who did a supercut of all of his center square zingers. It's two hours on YouTube, but my God, in this time, it's exactly what we need. It's what you need. Yeah. You just, oh man, I laugh so hard. So very hard. He's one of the funniest people ever. Because of him, because of him, 
and I'm able to do, I do this medley of my two dads, Charles Nelson mm-hmm. Riley and Paul Lind, and it's, um, you know, coffee break, a fair, it's a veritable smorgasbord. Uh, it only takes a moment and kids, but kids allows me to launch into a, a story about Paul Lind that Norm Lewis told me. And uh, I relate as Norm Lewis, which is vaguely Barack Obama-esque. Right. Because I just needed to hear Norm Lewis do his version of Paul Lind. So it's a hat on a hat on a hat, but I'm thrilled that it's out there. But you can do. You just can't put a hat on a hat, but you can put a hat on that hat, and then you're no, there, I, and then you're then you're I somewhere. I finished that hat, really. Right there. Yeah. Damn it! Walked right into that, didn't I? You set it up. I knocked it down. Goodbye, Houston. Goodbye, Dallas. Goodbye, Waco, Austin, Alice, Rising Star, San Sabine, Pecos, Putnam, Abilene, Art, Chris.